Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today. The Beatitudes of St. Luke in the Gospel for today include both blessings and curses. They include happy are those who do this and that and woe to those who do this and that. Let's take a look at why we've got the contrast between those two things. What is Jesus trying to tell us about the way that we must align our hearts to inherit the kingdom of heaven? First, he says, blessed are the poor, the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are those who are hungry now, they will be satisfied. Those who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed when people hate you and exclude you and insult you and denounce you as evil on account of the Son of Man, rejoice, your reward will be great in heaven. So what are the four things? Poor, hungry, weeping, and insulted. And then how do we compare and contrast those four things with the woes? We see woe if you're rich, woe if you're filled, woe if you laugh, woe if others speak well of you. And in both, the word now is applied. What is the Lord trying to tell us? He likes to use the technique of shock, doesn't he, in order to catch our attention. Because we don't want to be poor, we don't want to be needy, or, or we don't want to be sad and weeping. So what could the Lord be telling us by giving us these four categories? We can think about them as four categories of detachment. The Lord doesn't want us to be attached to fortune. The Lord doesn't want us to be attached to fame. The Lord doesn't want us to be attached to security. And the Lord doesn't want us to be attached to sensuality, things about the body. He wants us to use those resources that he's given us from our body and our mind, our wishes, our dreams, our possessions. He wants them to use those things wisely, to use them for the kingdom of heaven, to use our time, our treasure, and our talent to advance the kingdom of God. And how do we do that in our daily activities? We pray. We begin by asking the Lord to bless the work of our hands. We offer our day at the beginning of the day. We offer our day at the end of the day. We ask forgiveness of God for things that we've done every day by doing an examination of conscience and saying, Lord, help me do this better tomorrow. Be kinder to my husband. Be more patient with my kids. Be a little more generous with my roommate. Be a little bit more understanding with my coworker. Be a little more open to my neighbor across the street. 
The Lord is asking us to observe the alignment of our heart and know that when we are poor, why are we blessed? Because then it means we're relying on the Lord. It doesn't mean that we don't have things. It means that our heart is aligned with the Lord and we find ourselves poor in His sight because He's God and we're not. And we're asking us to then fill us with His richness, fill us with His grace. And how about weeping? Well, the Lord doesn't want us to be sad. He also says, I've come that you may have joy and that your joy may be complete. What does he want? If we are so satisfied and so happy with the things of the world, then we forget that we are heaven bound. So he wants us in the now not to be so satisfied that we are not attuned to the heavenly places. So the weeping of the world is also because many times when we talk about God, others insult us. So he doesn't just want us to be insulted, but he wants us to be aligned with his will, which in some situations, maybe in conversations in your school or conversations with your friends, others are not going to agree when you take a position on a current topic that is not popular, like abortion. So we end up being persecuted or insulted because we are defending things like life or the, or the elderly. The Lord then is saying, blessed are you when you're hungry, not because we're supposed to go around with grumbling bellies, because he wants us to be hungry for the things of heaven. He doesn't want us to be satisfied with the food and the pleasures of life in such a way that we don't think about him, that we don't offer him our lives and our work and that we don't use our possessions also to extend the kingdom of heaven. So friends, we find that this theme is also present in the Old Testament. The church in its wisdom pairs this reading from the Beatitudes in the plain from Luke with Jeremiah 17, where we find the same thing. The Lord says, Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. There we have it. Woe to you if you're putting your trust on things of this world, because then your, your heart will not be aligned with God. In opposite to that, Jeremiah says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. Right. So when Jesus is telling us, Blessed are the poor, or the weeping, or the ones that are insulted, He's picking up on a theme that is part of the Old Testament from the prophets. And our pastor today in church was telling us, this will be a theme that you hear probably in many places that the Lord would have told this story. Jeremiah tells us also that we are blessed when we align our heart with God because then we're like a tree planted beside waters that stretches out with roots to the, to the stream and then the leaves are growing green and bearing fruit. When we are able to be detached from the world, from fame, from fortune, from the things that the world offers in sensuality and in security, then we are like trees planted in the Lord. And where do we find this theme? In the first psalm of the uh, 150. It says, Blessed are they who hope in the Lord and connects his, connects it also to the image of the tree. He is like a tree planted near waters that yields its fruit in due season. 
and whose leaves never fail. So we've got Jeremiah echoing, finding the same echo all the way to Jesus, and that we also reflect back and find the same echo in the Psalms. So let us go to the throne, friend. Father Almighty, we thank you, we praise you, we adore you. We ask you, Father, that our life may glorify you, that it may seek to do your will, Father, that we may be like trees planted near a stream of your grace so that we can see multiplied in us the green beauty that comes from those that do your will and bear fruit for the kingdom. Father, we pray that we may not be attached to the things of this world, that we may use them to fulfill the purpose that you've given us for our lives, that we may invite others as well to fulfill what you've given them for their lives, and that we may see that the fruit that you've given us to bear is realized and that it is sweet, a sweet fragrance for the world. And Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.